King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents and abilities. In order to leave a legacy, you need to live your legacy of excellence through the five power pillars, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. Now, our programs are specifically designed to give you the blueprint and strategies that you need to gain an edge in the most important areas of your life. Join us in creating the next wave of kingdom entrepreneurs and become the CEO of your life by visiting kingscouncilcoaching.com and connect with one of our team members today. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek, and we are continuing through the seven days of creation, the God-given blueprint of creation. And uh, I love talking about this simply because it's literally the blueprint for how we can and really should approach any sort of of task that we have at hand, right? Any sort of relationship that we're looking to grow, especially if we're starting a business, if we can start with this process and trust the process, know that there is structure and there's order and everything. That's really the God that we serve. And he's given us this blueprint. And so we're going to dive into, if you have not yet listened to last week's episode Go back, push pause on this thing now, go back and listen to last week's because we gave it a a complete overview of what the seven days of creation, that God-given blueprint actually is. An overview of all seven days, the first chapter of Genesis leading into the first couple verses of of chapter two of Genesis. That's, this is the, the creation blueprint. Okay, and today we're going to dive specifically into day one, which is is vision. And I'm going to explain that for you in a second, but I want to tee this up appropriately. So Genesis chapter one, verse one, it, it all starts out in the beginning. It said, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Okay, that's Genesis chapter one, the first couple verses, and then it goes into the first day. It says, on the first day of creation, God said, let there be light. Whether you've, you've read any sort of scripture or not in the past, you've probably heard that made reference. Let there be light, right? That's Genesis chapter one, verses three. And what happened there is essentially God created light from darkness. He separated light from darkness. And actually the phrase light, it can actually be confusing to a lot of people. Heck, it confused me early on when I first was studying the the Bible and, and starting to get an understanding of, okay, so God said, let there be, like, was he having to ask that, that there, there should be light or can there be light? And if you actually look at the the translation, the Hebrew translation, which I'm not even going to try to pronounce. <laughs> You're welcome. But the literal trans- translation of that, of light, it, it basically says light exists. Okay. And, and what God is doing is he's speaking into the void, into the nothingness that there is, and he's commanding light to come into being. Okay. And, and the Bible tells us that God created the heavens in the earth and everything else that exist is really 
because of that. He simply spoke it into existence. That's what a lot of uh, Genesis, the whole first chapter of each one of these days, each day starts with God said. Okay, so the idea here of light actually existing, the idea of, of light really existing first was in, in God's mind. Okay, and this is where I want to take us with this because a lot of people think of light as just daylight, the, the sun, the moon. And we know, again, if, you have, if you've listened to last week's episode, the sun and the moon, the order didn't actually take place until day four. Okay, so what is this? What is light that God is actually speaking of? Okay, he had this, his, this thought in his mind, if you can think of God's mind here, and then he spoke it into existence. Let there be light. And w- with that, God started the creation process, essentially extending himself, sending his energy out. Just think of this. Let there be light. Man, just, can you just imagine that? Just think of the universe, the vastness of it and Bam! Everything that exists started then. Everything that we see and know today started the moment God spoke that into existence. And and actually, the really cool thing is science backs this up. Okay, and, and actually, everything that exists is made of light, including water, including every actually including the entire universe is still expanding at the speed of light. Okay, let there be light. And it has happened and it continues to happen at the speed of light, which is so amazing for me to really think about because when you think about light, as I mentioned, we think of the daylight, the sun, right? The moon, what gives us light? I'm in this studio with all sorts of light shining on me right now, but that's not the light that is is referenced here. Okay, 1 John uh, chapter 1, verse 5 actually says that God is light. So the idea of that is, okay, God was ex- ex- basically speaking that. The idea of light was that he said, let things exist. Okay, it was, it was in his mind first, and now, bam, I'm going to create the heavens in the earth. Let there be light because I am light. Okay, so he had this vision for what he was creating and he spoke it into existence. Okay, keyword, hope you guys picked up on that, this vision. He had this vision in his mind, a complete mental picture of what he was wanting to create. Okay, what he was willing to create. So day one in this template, this God-given blueprint, this template here, let there be light essentially is vision. Okay, what is if I'm gonna if I'm gonna put my effort at anything, what is the complete clear mental picture that I have for this business, that I have for this relationship? Okay, and I wanna be so crystal clear on this. Your vision is not goals. Okay, goals are important and they're you know necessary to reach the vision. Okay, to fulfill the vision, but they're stepping stones, call it. Okay, but they're they are not vision. They're essential to keeping you on track to get to the vision, to fulfill that vision, but goals is not vision. Goals is not your vision. Okay, so where else can we 
dive into vision. And if you actually do any sort of searching or studying on this, vision is talked about a lot in scripture. And I pulled out a couple just references that we've probably have heard a decent amount. Habakkuk 2.2. Okay. This is talked a lot about or uh, in any sort of like goal setting. Okay. It's the end of the year. We're going to, we're going to set some goals and we always want to write them down. And a lot of that is actually stemmed from Habakkuk 2.2. It says, and the Lord answered me, write the vision, make it plain on tablets. So he may run who reads it. I love it. Okay, another one, Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish, right? Man, that's a, it's a, if the vision isn't clear enough, the people perish. And so it's, it's just interesting. Again, there's so many verses that I can, I could reference to in regards to vision, but I do just want to, I want to spend some time on this and understand that if we don't get this clear, Okay, if we don't get the vision clear, it makes a lot of everything else that we do difficult. Okay, more difficult than what we need to. And most of us, I included for a good chunk of time in my life, I didn't have a clear vision. Okay, and even coming out of this, I want you to be okay with not having 2020 vision. Okay, we don't have to have that 2020 vision today. But what we have to do is start to take those action steps. Remember, action brings clarity with everything that we do. Because if it's the wrong action, we, just, we at least we found out quicker. Okay, but if it's the right a- action, then we've got confirmation and we can continue to take those action steps. So in order, though, for us to get a proper vision for our life, okay, and this is key on this, in order to have a proper vision for the life that we want to lead, okay, or the the vision for our business, vision for our relationship, we first have to take a look at our mindset, okay? And this is where it's interesting to, to correlate these because the mind of Christ, God has the, the perfect mindset, right? So he, he knew exactly, and this is what blows my mind, is he knew exactly what was going to happen with sin and, and, and the, the fall and having to send Christ to, to redeem us, like, holy cats. He actually already knew that, which had to really truly mean that his vision was so strong. He was, it was so powerful that his vision gave any of that pain that Christ had to suffer on the cross purpose. His vision was so crystal clear. He gave that pain purpose. And this is why we have to get so crystal clear on this, because if we're lukewarm, if we're like, yeah, I think that's what I want to do, and we start to do it in any sort of adversity or anything comes against us that isn't easy, okay, or is just maybe going to be a little bit more difficult than what I want to do, okay, the the disciplines aren't going to be in place in order to fulfill that vision, okay, so we have to get crystal clear on the vision, but the only way our vision gets crystal clear is if our mindset is in the right space. Okay. And, and largely today, largely we are the products of other people's habitual ways of thinking. Okay. If you've never thought about this, if you've never actually taken the time to audit your thoughts, you are largely the product of unsolicited unsolicited product we'll call it of our parents of maybe our teachers of society of the people that we're spending the most amount of time with okay who we are today 
is based upon the mindset that we had built and created leading up to this point. I'm going to say that again. Who you are today is largely based on the mindset that you have built and created leading up until this point. Okay, just think about this here. If you grew up witnessing that money was hard to come by, okay, if you grew up just witnessing that everybody in your life or everybody in your your circle was just always struggling or grinding or hustling just to make ends meet, you might have that mindset that it's hard to have money. Or if you grew up in, in an environment where your folks or your parents, your teachers, heck, even the church that you grew up in made it seem that if you had money, you must be greedy. You must be evil, right? Because the only, only people with money are ones that are pursuing things of this world. Okay, and I'm telling you, that is not truth. Okay, if you, gotta, if you read the Bible and you believe it is the infallible word of God, then you got to read and believe the entire Bible. Okay. Or maybe let's just take money out of it. Let's say you grew up and you just, if if you're a female and you're like, all men are pigs. And then you're still struggling maybe with that thought process, that mindset that's deep. It's deep. These things get deeply rooted within us. Okay. And, and here's the deal though. We can be a victim of that mindset or we could be a victor of that mindset. This is this it's completely up to you from this point on. All I'm going to do is help make you aware of it. Okay. If you can start to become aware of these mindsets, of these thought processes and understand them, audit them, and then we can make the decision or choose how we're going to think about that, or even just start to question why we think that way. Why is it that I think that way? Why is it that, it, it, that we've created these patterns and these habits Okay, because we, we are largely the, the, the product of other people's habitual ways of thinking. And if we don't actually take audit of those, or if we just accept them, uncritically accept those values, those beliefs, those habits, they will gain control over our lives. Okay, I, I, we're talking about vision here. This is about vision day one, but it starts with the proper mindset. Okay, you cannot have a positive life if you have a negative mindset. Okay, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just telling you that. And, and the same thing, you cannot have a negative life if you have a positive mindset. Okay, this is real stuff, guys. And, and, and I just want us to be so crystal clear on this that our mindset is going to dictate, because our perception is our reality, right? Your perception, you driving down the road right now, listening to this right now, your perception is your reality. It is not mine. Okay. Nor is anybody else on Instagram or social media. Their perception is their reality. It is not yours. Okay. You get to choose the lens that you want to look through. So if you want a, 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 an optimistic vision for your life, it starts with your mindset. It starts with your mindset. Now, the thing with this, guys, especially as an entrepreneur, okay, because we're all entrepreneurs, we're undertakers here, is if, if everybody in your parents, your grandparents, their parents had this mindset, this pattern of thinking, this path that they just continue to walk down, think of this just like this, guys, we're going to create a new pattern, a new path in your life, not just for you, but for your kiddos 
for their kiddos, the next generation and the next generation. As any entrepreneur, the trailblazer that we are, that you are listening to this right now, it's going to take some work. Okay, If you're walking through the jungle and you're just continually following the path that your parents or your mentor or anybody else has followed, first off, if, if you like that path and, and it has the fruit in that path, if, if the people that you're following have the fruit that you want, then stick with it. Okay, but if you want something else, if you want something different, you can't continually do the same things you've always done. You got to build a new path. You got to blaze that trail in order to fulfill the vision that you have for your life, the God-given vision that you have for your life. So it's going to take some work. If you go over to that path and you're like, man, I think this was a path that used to be traveled, but now it, there's like brush over it. There's, it's hard to see. You got to get out the machete and you got to start chopping away some brush. You got to start building that path, cutting away that path, forming that new trail for your family to follow. Leave that legacy that God had designed for you. And, and back to this, guys, this doesn't happen in one day. It's going to take some time to build these new habits. Okay. In, in order to get rid of old habits, we've got to create new ones. Okay. We can't just get rid of them. We've got to create new ones. No different if I had, man, if I had a cup of cranberry juice right here, right now, if you're driving right now, just think in your head, I've got a cup of cranberry juice. The only way that I can get that cranberry juice clear. I need to turn that into water is I just have to keep pouring water into it until it overflows and the water is, is com- it completely overflows and fills that, that new glass or excuse me, that existing glass. It's filled with a new mindset, a new thought process, a new pattern, a new way of thinking. Okay. And then once you have that, and, and part of that process leading into t- the day number two, okay, which I'm not going to get into today, but that'll be on next week's episode of really the atmosphere and the culture that we're putting ourselves in. But we've got to start with us. It starts with us. If you want any change in life, stop looking for other people's help. Stop looking for other people to speak into you. It starts with you and it starts with the thoughts that you're having and then the words that you're speaking. Okay, Philippians 4, 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 actually tells us how to think. Okay, again, the Bible is full of wisdom if we actually just applied it. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 says this, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about those things. Okay. Think about those things. That's what it says. And then at chapter nine, or verse nine, and then says, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Put it into practice. All right. So again, we're, we're talking about vision here. So how do we do this? How do we get crystal clear on this vision? Because our vision is what gives our pain purpose. Your vision is what's going to give any sort of pain purpose. And back to vision. Vision is not sight. Okay. When God spoke and said, let there be light, there was no sight of any sort. 
okay? That it was a mind, the, the idea in his mind, and he spoke it into existence. He created light. He created energy. He extended himself. He separated from the darkness, okay? He didn't see, physically see anything. In fact, your sight is oftentimes a hindrance to your vision. I'm going to say this again. Your sight, vision is not sight, okay? Your sight oftentimes hinders your vision, the God-given vision that you have for your life. Think about it. If, you just are, if you're only focused on the things you're seeing in your life, sometimes that can be negative, right? If you're seeing your, your small little bank account right now, we need to, to put our thoughts on higher things, right? If you're seeing all the negative things that are taking place in your business, all the customer complaints or whatever it is, we have to, we can't be, we can't be bogged down by what we're seeing. We have to be focusing on the vision, okay? The God-given vision that you have for your life. That's what we have to be focusing on, okay? Now, when we dive, as we continually dive into this and what vision actually is, is back to the mindset. Okay. Our mindset has to be, it has to be starting this process. We'll call it our mindset doesn't have to be like, it's not going to happen overnight as I mentioned. Okay. But it, it, within our mindset, we create our reality. Okay. And we've spent our lifetime up until this point, creating the one that we presently have. Okay. Unfortunately, it's oftentimes based on limiting beliefs that we've created. Okay. Our life really guys, our life is essentially, it's an illusion created by our perception. Okay. It's it's by the perception that we have, but the most amazing thing is that it can be changed the moment that we choose to change it. Okay. No different than if, just speaking of of change, no different than if, if you're watching a bad movie, if you walk downstairs and there's a bad movie on and you're just like, consuming it. You're just watching it. And then finally about 10, 15, 20 minutes into it, you go, wait a minute, what the, what the heck am I watching here? Okay. You have that realization that it's a terrible movie. So what are you going to do up until this point, your life, it may be terrible, right? It may not be for everybody, but if you, if you've been on autopilot and all of a sudden you have that realization, the revelation that this ain't working, what the heck am I doing here? What are you going to do? You've got this television set that's on this thing called life. So you got a choice. You can, are you going to just turn the TV off? No. Are you going to bust the TV? Are you going to break it? No, it's, it's not even that difficult guys. All you've got to do is change the channel. If you change the channel, AKA the cause, you can change the effect. If you're changing the channel, you can change the effect of what's actually taking place. So if you change your thoughts, if you change your mindset, you will change your results. Okay, again, back to Philippians 4. If we actually continually think about those things that are good, that are worthy, that are noble, our perspective will change. Our conscious then becomes subconscious. Okay. And this is a a key component to this guys, because we consciously, the things that we see and are aware of, it's a, such a minuscule amount of what's happening day in and day out. If you just even, and think about like your last drive home, 
So have you guys ever actually just driven home, you pull into the driveway or the, your garage and all of a sudden you're just like, I don't even, you're, you were daydreaming and you don't even know how you actually got home, but you did it. It's because your subconscious took over. It took control and our subconscious, the things that just happen naturally have happened because of repetitiveness over time. What, so we can live a life by design. We can live it by default. Too many of us are living it by default based upon those habitual ways of thinking up until now. But now you can actually design your thoughts and you can create these conscious thoughts in your head that ultimately become subconscious. It becomes automatic. This is how God designed us. And and why this is just so amazing is that God created us this way. And why it is so important for us to be in the word of God, in this Bible every single day. If we can be immersed into it, to focusing and, and thinking about those things that are good, that are noble, that are worthy, it's incredible how our brains, our mindset can be transformed. Romans 12.2 tells us this, says, and do not... Er, 12.2 says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Most people read that and they're like, they don't understand actually what this is saying. Because what God's telling us here is that we can be completely transformed by the renewing of our mind, but it takes work. So if we want to get crystal clear on this vision, because I'm telling you, if we don't get this down, it's going to make a lot of these other days. Again, God is a, is a God of structure and order. He created structure and order within this seven-day blueprint. Okay, back to, he, he didn't create us before he created the vegetation or the ability to turn carbon monoxide into oxygen. Some people ask, what came first, the chicken or the egg? I'm telling you, it's the chicken. God created the chicken, and then the chicken laid the egg. Okay, that's the structure, that's the process, that's the order that God has put in place. And here's the deal. God has a plan. God has a purpose. God has a dream and has a vision for your life. He does. And if if you want to make the rest of your life the best of your life, You've got to get clear on this. You got to spend time on this. It's not just going to happen through rushing to momentum, rushing to, to, to acquiring sales within your business, but not knowing what the vision is. What's the reason behind it? Rushing to tie the knot with your spouse when you haven't established what's the purpose of marriage? Why do you, what do you want to do with your lives together? Helen Keller actually said this, this quote here. It says, the most pathetic person in the world is someone who has sight, but has no vision. The most pathetic person in the world is someone who has sight, but has no vision. Man, we got to dare to dream again. Okay, we got to get crystal clear on this vision for our life. And if you're struggling with what that is, it's okay. It's, it's absolutely okay. Okay, start to spend some time. Set that time apart. Ask God to give you that God-sized vision, that, that dream for your life, okay, for your business, for your relationship. 
for your, your, your marriage, for your kids, for your finances, for you, the character of who you are, and then start diving into the word of God. If you can, if you do that, the vision will become more and more clear for you. Okay. And this is the thing too, guys, the, the amazing thing about this is your vision may change over time. Okay. When I, I didn't understand this template 10 years ago, 50, 20 years ago. Okay. When I was 15 and I, I was like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur because I want to make as much money as I possibly can, because I want to do what I want, when I want, with who I want, where I want, how I want. That was success in my mind. That was what I wanted. And as I spent more time with God, as I spent uh, more time in the word of God, my vision became more clear and it changed over time. And this is the beautiful thing is it when that, once that vision changes now, the other areas can start to change as well. Okay. So even at this point, if the vision that you had up to this point, isn't getting you to where you want to be, isn't fulfilling you. Remember, God created each and every one of us. We have a macro purpose, but I believe we also have a micro purpose, each and every one of us, of how we fit within the body of Christ to fulfill that macro purpose. And if you can spend some time with him, spend some time in the word of God and in prayer, get clear on that vision, and then we can move on to that day two, which is also going to help get us more and more clear on that vision, which day two is where God separated the heavens from the earth. He separated, he created the atmosphere. He created the culture and the environment. And I'm, I cannot wait to get into that with you guys on next week's episode. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. If you loved what you heard, give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also watch this episode and much more on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash King's Council Coaching. 